I'm Michaela. I'm Anthony. And this is Teen Environmentalists. Hiya everyone who's listening. Welcome to our first episode. So I'm Michaela Clark. I my pronouns are she her. I'm an Irish teenager and this is with my twin brother. Hello, I'm Anthony. My pronouns are he, him, and like Mikael said, I'm her twin brother. And basically, this first episode is going to be all about why you should be an environmentalist. Yeah, and it is basically summing up all the information you need to know, because we know, as young environmentalists ourselves, how hard it is to access information and to take the first step into the deep end. Yeah, it can be very confusing at first. Uh, There's so much to know about being an environmentalist and it can seem very fast but we're going to make sure to make it as easy as possible okay so the first thing about being an environmentalist is just understanding like the first few terms so Michaela what is environmentalism the first thing you need to understand is actually what is the environment okay well the environment is not to be too scientific but it's the surrounding in which all living species exist and operate And yes, that includes us humans. Yeah, and other terms that we might use is ecosystems or biodiversity, which are closely related to the environment. And an environmentalist is someone who cares about the environment and actively tries to protect and sustain it. So, for example, me or Anthony, and hopefully you, the listener, is an environmentalist or is on the journey of becoming Mm -hmm. one. Especially after listening to this episode. (laughs) You might be curious about what got me and Anthony into environmentalism. Ever since we were both young, we loved being surrounded by nature, animals, at beaches and forests, and even in our own garden. Like We were constantly surrounded by it, and that really helped develop a love of, you know, our environment our ecosystems you know Mm -hmm. yeah we were we were like always outside mama bring us to parks and we were just very well connected with nature and everything about it especially animals we just love going to the zoo and but as we start like getting older you start realizing how much damage we as humans are doing to the environment there's a lot of pollution a lot of deforestation and we were learning more and more horrifying things that we as humans were doing to the environment yeah i realized how selfish other humans were to be honest and then i found myself constantly worrying about fossil fuels and plastic waste that was being emitted into our world Mm. which was really stressful so i started educating myself on climate change and global warming and things we could do to help it you know um so i am a young environmentalist because i want to promote the idea of sustainability for our future generations so that we have a future you know so that we have a planet to live on exactly yeah it's just like i wanted to work with other people who care just as passionately about the environment and wants to protect it and create a sustainable future for everyone and that was actually when we discovered equinesco wasn't it yeah in 2019 we joined eco unesco which was a group of like-minded people and i think your love of people should be at the very center of your activism Mm. because a thing that really upset me was that the people that were disproportionately being affected by climate change like poorer people and people nearer the equator 
we're barely contributing to climate change at all and the richest people weren't being affected at all so that really just made me question you know like how can we change this and eco unesco really gave us the solution yeah we started learning a lot more yeah, about what was actually happening and what we needed to do encouraged us to take action yeah. and stuff like that on the topic of eco it's actually been a really amazing organization that's helped us become better environmentalists during the transition year we actually got the chance to join ysd which is the youth for sustainable development a part of eco Equinesco is an Irish organisation that works to conserve the environment and empower young people. YSD allows young people to receive quality, quality education for sustainability. The leaders within YSD mentor the youths in their journey through an action project and give young people a voice. After YSD, we moved on to Youth Action Network for YSD alumni to hone our skills and take more of an active role, which is actually where we're at right now. We have learned so much from about sustainable development goals to how to contact policymakers. We've gotten so many great opportunities from Eco UNESCO, like being involved in the Young Environmentalist Awards, where we had to create and execute an action plan. We've attended workshops like IdeaFest and talks from people like Ifra Ahmed speaking about feminism and FGM to Extinction Rebellion speaking about activism. We've gotten the chance to speak to activists like the amazing Grace O'Sullivan. Recently, Anthony and I were part of the climate panel for the Galway Eye on the Edge Festival as a face for Eco-UNESCO and young people, speaking about Eco-UNESCO and the importance of forming links with groups worldwide. From the very start of our journey, I would never have been able to like imagine myself being on an actual climate <laughs> panel, you know, but Eco-UNESCO and just our whole journey has all these opportunities have just increased our confidence yeah and even our knowledge yeah actually yeah no i agree and all the amazing people as well along the way like they've just really helped us on our journey on becoming environmentalists and they actually were the ones that like offered to get us on to the panel as well yeah because everyone is so humble and down to earth you know because you go into these spaces and you know everyone knows a lot about you know environmentalism because you know that's their job or that's their interest and you might feel like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing but (laughs) everyone is so nice and they make you feel at home Um, and now like we can be one of those people you know that's what we're doing now on the podcast you know yeah like when we went to idea fest it was actually crazy to see there were so many young people who knew way more than we ever did like a hundred like times a hundred like they 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 knew so much about the deforestation like things i couldn't even mention and i actually learned a lot on that day yeah so we'd like everyone's even everyone's action projects so if you go onto eco unesco's website you can actually get involved in your own action yeah. projects you know but i'd recommend taking a look at other young people's action projects and their own interests you know because it's amazing seeing people's interests come to life you know mm-hmm. and other people's passions which is like an amazing sense of community you know that you're not alone yeah and equinesco like gave you a lot of like leeway in what you wanted to do you know yeah it wasn't just an action project and what they wanted to do they just it's like what you want to do but incorporate your interests as well with the environment it was really enjoyable on important journeys like these everyone learns their own strengths whether you're good at you know public speaking or art or organizing 
Like personally, I gained more confidence in myself and I was able to work as a team and as a leader and speak in front of groups. One also on your own journey discovers your own values and your own morals. Growing up as a child, I found you have like a very insular view, you know, you only think that you and your family exist because you don't really understand the whole entire world, you know, maybe, you know, you understand school or whatever's on TV at the moment. So you have an insular view. So I started to learn how to decenter myself and focus on other people as I realised like my place of privilege. I've realised I cared about people like halfway across the world. Not because I hadn't cared about them before, but because I hadn't known how badly they were being affected and being displaced by climate change. Yeah, yeah. And I think I I agree with that. And we just really need to understand, like, it's not us, the individual. It's Mm -hmm. us, the entire like human race working for one goal, you know? Yeah. It's like the like teamwork makes the dream work, you know? So yeah, like our whole attention was focused on how climate change affects other people and how mm. climate change will affect the future. Yeah. And then another big thing I realized was how feminism and environmentalism are so closely linked. Like this fact shocked me. Did you know that providing young girls education is thought to be the biggest solution to climate change? Like that was just crazy to me how intrinsically connected all these issues are. And it just emphasizes how important intersectionality is in your own environmentalism and activism. Yeah, no, know? definitely. And I gotta say as well, like from being an environmentalist, like my whole journey, I've just like I just really learned a lot about myself in general. I've just found a renewed love for the world and like nature, animals, especially my local area. Just going down to the parks, it's just taking that time in to really like enjoy what we have. Um, especially living in Ireland and I also became a lot more confident in myself yeah I, I learned to bring up you know like in discussions about environmental like the debates and stuff like I knew what to say and I became a lot more confident what I was saying and also from like being an environmentalist I've started to understand how important and vital each and every action is that I make you need to understand that the actions you make like they affect not only yourself but the people around you and really especially your environment like one action that you may make it may be small in comparison to the wider like mechanics of the world but small local actions can have a massive effect in the wider picture mm-hmm. like the domino effect you know yeah People can either take that, I think you can take that in a negative way and a positive way. So the negative way being like, oh my God, this is like having so, like this one action is having so, such a bad effect on the environment, you know, which is good to be self-aware and then you can change your action. Then a positive way is saying, oh my God, this action, this action project that I've been doing, this discussion that I've had is having a positive effect on the environment, you know, so your small actions can have a positive or negative effect Mm -hmm. now you might be sitting here being like okay where do i come into this like you know i'm pretty happy sitting here in my bubble of oblivion or whatever (laughs) but well the answer is you can be an environmentalist and you should be an environmentalist because we need as much people as possible on our side and anyone can be an environmentalist young or old like you, you don't have to be the same as Anthony and I, we're just one t- 
type of environmentalist, you know, so young or old, formal degree or not. As long as you fill the definition that Anthony and I said at the start of the episode. So why should you be an environmentalist then? Well, you know, like, I think everyone has their own reasons and you need to look inwardly. Yeah. You know, to look, to see your own reason. Like, personally, like, mine is the people and the animals and ecosystems that don't have a say. Whereas I can use my voice to try my best to amplify their needs, you know. And seeing the effects and damage and pain that climate change is causing these things, causing these people, like, really propels me. Because these things shouldn't be happening at all. And mass corporations don't care. And environmentalists are the only people that do care at the moment, you know. So you need to find a source that you care about. If you're listening now, then you probably already care, you know, um, like you probably already have your own reason. But if if not, if you can't think of one thing, just look inwardly. And again, I don't think your passion and your interest or your reason should be anger. I don't think your passion should be fueled on anger because it won't last long term. Like, of course, Anthony and I are angry and upset at these injustices, but mm-hmm. if that's the only thing propelling you, then you're going to get burnt out and frustrated and anxious, you know, um, which is why it's important to feel your passion through your love of these things and through your need and want to preserve these things, like through your love of nature, animals and people and wanting to save these things because we are literally... <laughs> guys we are literally in climate emergency you know like oh sometimes i just want to scream that on like a rooftop or something like ireland literally declared climate emergency in 2019 and i feel like people don't understand how serious it is yeah no i think people are forgetting that that actually happened and it's it kind of sometimes when it's not on the media all the time and if you're not reading about it you can forget how bad what like how bad it is because we are like producing at a crazy scale we're consuming at a crazy scale and all that is becoming pollution and at the rate we're polluting we don't really stand much of a chance at securing a safe and clean future for everyone and as climate and weather gets more extreme the majority of earth is going to become unsafe and what what you need to start realizing is the people that is like messing messing us up you know the corporations they're gonna have the money to start living in a safer place and we're gonna be the ones dealing with their mistakes all their greed so that's why we need to start ending that ending that like disaster we need to make sure that doesn't happen and because you know what we're dealing with is mass destruction and if you do really care about the state of your your life and those around you being an environmentalist is what that would help with Mm -hmm. the the feeling of like taking proper action you know okay so obviously this may seem overwhelming uh, about taking your first steps as an environmentalist but it well okay well it really is there's a lot of things you need to know there's a lot of information before being a fully fledged environmentalist but me and Michaela have a few recommendations in what you should do uh, for your first few steps yeah and I personally and Anthony cannot emphasize how important education is. Like 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 me and Anthony did, going out of your way to research and learn about the environment helps so much because you need to have a basic understanding, like the fundamental understanding about what you're actually doing. 
And unfortunately, there is a lack of formal education in Ireland surrounding, you know, sustainability, climate change and its effects on the earth, renewable forms of energy, one-use plastics, all these things. And basically, formal education is implementing um, like these topics into primary and secondary school levels of education for Irish students, because then this will promote open conversations about changing our lifestyle you know about how to protect the future of our environment because you know the young people are the future of our environment yeah 100%. and they need to know and understand these things and because kids aren't going to understand why they should recycle or why should they reduce their waste or boycott a certain shop without this education unless they go out of their way which a small amount would you know and most parents don't teach their kids this as well you know because they don't understand so education mm. is so important and i think that has a massive uh, role the whole education what you're going to be learning in school that's going to stay with you for for many years and the whole thing about parents not understanding as well if they had education about uh, climate change about single-use plastics uh it they would be teaching their, their own kids about that. And, and we, we wouldn't be stuck in this situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they understood. Now we have all this information. We have so much things. Like scientists have collected so much information that we are in a like basically crisis level with this climate. Mm-hmm. And we need to start doing things. So the best thing for that would having would be having like education implemented into the daily lives of students. Because what that will do is... That will start spreading outside of school like all things do. Kids will start mentioning it to their friends or to their parents. And that actually happened to us. Like McKenna said, we did our own, infor- like looking up, we did our own search. And uh, especially um, Equinesco, we started learning things about how to properly recycle. And we started implementing that into our own lives and telling our mom everything about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like these are the things you need to understand in daily life. Like, yeah, I love history like which i learned in school you know but like environmental stuff is just as important maybe more because like that's what you're going to use when you leave school you know Mm -hmm. like honestly if there was like one policy or one bill that i would love to see introduced one part of one bit of legislation into ireland it would be formal education you know into schools because like of how fundamentally important it is you know Mm -hmm. But, you know, the sad thing about that is that why would our government want to do that? When you start realizing how much the government benefits from corporate uh, gain and uh, the, the, the word uh, class consciousness, which is a uh, massive understanding of a single topic by class or whatever, like middle class, uh, they don't want you to know like what you're buying from may have a massive effect on your future, on the people around you and people in different countries if they s- if you start realizing that there's going to be a lot of companies that will start losing money start losing business and they're not going to have the same amount of consumers that they originally had which will have effect on the government yeah because basically they benefit from your ignorance that you know? yeah exactly 100 and then even education in the government because remember when Leo Varadkar said that there's benefits to climate <laughs> change. Like, what? That that's so insensitive. Yeah. You know, like saying, um, you know that you you're gonna have to pay less electricity bills and less heating bills. Like, 
oh, I don't think he under like no, I understands like saying like like yeah, that's gonna be short term benefits. People won't be dying from cold weather like short term, but people will be dying from more extreme weather, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And for people like that to have a platform and not fully understand what they're talking about, you know, it just kind of puts things into perspective. Yeah, and they're the politicians. They're the ones that's, like, running the yeah, country. Yeah, they're writing all <laughs> our all of these policies. Yeah. And, oh, my God, you know? Yeah, but anyways, going on to, like, the next step. So after education, you know, once you're well clued up, then finding like-minded people helps a lot. You know, working in a community is better... It's a very easier way to take action, you know? Like, obviously, um, an example of this is Eco-UNESCO, obviously, because they really foster young people's passions and bring them together to do an action project. And you meet, like, amazing people. And, you know, when there are other people with the same interests as you, like, it's it's inspiring, you know? And it makes you... It, like, helps you, you know, not lose your fire, not lose your passion because other yeah. people are surrounding you. Mm-hmm. And I think the ways you can do that is maybe through Instagram. There's a lot of uh, big pages that give a lot of information around that. There's also your youth club, your local youth club, because that's actually where we had Eco Unesco. That's where we went to the meetings and uh, we learned a lot uh, from going to our mm-hmm. youth club. Yeah. And then like the next step, um, a good thing to do before turning your attention locally, which is what you often do in an action project, you know, you look at your town or your city a great thing to do before that is looking inwardly at changes you can make to your own life you know because you have to change your own life before you try and change you know other people's and try and change your town you know um so that would be analyzing your own carbon footprint but me and anthony will be going into that you know in later episodes because that's a massive thing that you can do yeah it's a broad topic as well being an environmentalist has so many positives But you also need to acknowledge that there may be one or two negatives and a massive one is eco-anxiety. Yeah, eco-anxiety is something that was first defined in 2017 by the American Psychological Association. They defined it as a chronic fear of environmental doom. So environmental doom, for example, people living at the coast may feel this terrible anxiety for the floods that might occur from polar caps melting. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and in 2021, it is reported to be at an all-time high, most prevalent in teens. Yeah, at a recent Spunat Youth Climate Survey, survey, 77% of young people feel like, extremely concerned about climate change. Like, this is a massive number of eco-anxiety among youths. And this doesn't come as a surprise, as the world's climate does climb at around one degree every single year, which causes even more worldwide issues such as surprise tsunamis and hurricanes, more extreme climates and constant forest fires. I myself have felt the impacts of the ecosystem being left in ruins by the way close humans through my mental health. I think what really got me was how powerless I had felt sometimes. Turning on the news or watching the headlines Mm -hmm. fill up with even more depressing travesties due to climate change and corporate pollution just did not help. Yeah, and I feel like a weird contrast of feeling both powerless, like you said, but also completely responsible. Yeah. Which feels like such a massive burden. And sometimes, you know, this does result in hopelessness. And that's okay. You know, feeling hopeless sometimes, feeling low sometimes is okay. As long as it's not 24-7 that you're being Mm -hmm. held down by this. Because it is sensible to be worried about the climate emergency because we are in crisis mode. 
But you need to remind yourself that you are not solely responsible and other people are working hard alongside you for the same cause. Because it is easy to forget this when you're being bogged down by eco-anxiety, but you need to keep this in mind. And I really don't want eco-anxiety to result in people feeling like your actions don't matter in the grand scheme of things because each small action does build up. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, like, being an environmentalist, like, it just opened my eyes to the good things that people were actually doing to fight this whole crisis, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel, like, a whole lot better knowing that I have done as much as I can. Like, it really relieves my climate anxiety knowing that I have done my part and tried my best. Yeah, I actually started to look around my local area as a place to start to do some good work for the world, you know? And like I said before... You have no idea where your small action, idea, or gesture can bring you. I think me and Mikael are a good example. Like, we were invited to a climate panel for Galway Eye on the Edge Festival, so, I mean, that's an achievement in itself, I think, anyway. Getting yourself wrapped up in the massive problems is only going to give you a headache, so if you do want to do something, start a petition, educate your area, start a local environmental group. Mm-hmm. Like, action does help, like, relieve this feeling, But also remember to speak to your peers, because if 77% of young people feel like this, more likely than not, your Mm. friends and your peers are feeling the same thing. And talking it out and realizing that you feel the same thing makes you feel a lot better. No, no, it really does. And there's just so much more to do than just focusing on the bad. If you don't like how something is, you can fight for it. Use your voice, use your platform and use what is in your own power to do so, because in all honesty, you're not going to do a lot against a giant corporation. Mm-hmm. All right, and another thing, just before we leave you, we're just going to give you a few sources of information and where to find some government policies that you should know of if you want to be an environmentalist. Keeping updated on Irish bills is very useful, like the recent Climate Bill 2021, for example. So I found out about that through watching the news through an eco-UNESCO workshop and going onto Twitter as well is very good for that because you need to like you need to be aware of these bills because you know that is about reaching net zero and you need to be critical of these things as well because it's great that there is action but there is also room for more action because you know net zero means you know you're cancelling out the gases and things that you're emitting by other things whereas we want complete zero we want zero emissions not net zero you know what i mean so that's why it's important to be updated on those kind of things and you also need to be updated on government policies so one of mine and anthony's favorite pieces is from the un the sustainable development goals or sdgs because they are a perfect list of goals to aim towards um, and the deadline grows nearer you know We have nine years left to fulfill these goals by 2030. And, you know, they include aiming towards things like zero hunger, gender equality and climate action. Yeah, and specifically Ireland isn't really doing a good job of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and same with the Paris Agreement. So for me, social media is a big thing because I also use Instagram accounts like Impact, Chicks for Climate, The Slow Factory and intersectional environmentalists so i'd recommend to give them a follow they're great and they focus on climate issues while also relating relating it to things like feminism class and race which you need to be aware of 
why you're being an environmentalist because all of these things are linked together actually now that we're on the topic of instagram we would love if you just gave us a follow on teen environmental podcast and also on twitter at teen environment one and if you followed us on there then we'd give you updates and tell you when the next episodes are coming up and uh, make sure you know what's happening Okay, so that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for your time, everyone. And I hope you all learned something. Yep, and this episode basically covered a a lot of the main aspects of becoming an environmentalist. So we hope that after listening to this episode, maybe you might consider becoming one yourself. Mm -hmm. And keep an eye out for our next episode, which is about fast fashion. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.